Hello and welcome to Thrive in Your Body, Your Life and Your Business, the podcast. I'm Amy Hayes and on today's episode, I have one of my clients who's also called Amy and we're going to dive into her journey and quite a lot of conversation around how our body changes with age in our 40s, um, letting go of disordered behaviours and coming into a place of self-respect and having a different journey from that place. And we, we talk about many things like body confidence, our inner critic and the words we say to ourselves and just dive into what it's been like for Amy doing things a bit differently this time in her journey and where she's at and I think a lot of uh, you guys will resonate with her story and it will be helpful for so many so I hope you enjoy this episode let's welcome on Amy inspire people to want to work on themselves so thank you so freaking much for being here Amy and letting me interview you on this podcast I really appreciate it so let's dive into who you are and what kind of what inspired you to head into this health journey and what changes you want to see where you are at the start but start by just introducing yourself well my name is Amy as well and I am similar age to you I'm 42 and I have known you as a long time in the capacity as a trainer and a gym owner but I started working with you in August of 22 so nearly one year ago I started working with you at age 41 uh, when I really wanted to make some changes but I just could not make any changes on my own yeah it's hard to make change and what like you've got um kids as well I think it's important to say too you've got like you're a normal human with a busy life with kids all of the stuff and how are you feeling like when you decided you wanted to change but couldn't do it on your own, do you remember what you wanted to see different? And it just be purely honest. Yeah, I remember um, having some resistance to messaging you or resistance to working with anyone because I, I prided myself on knowing what healthy living was. Yeah. And I, and I thought that I knew everything I needed to do and that it was just a matter of doing those things to get to my goals mm. and I just became unstuck because well one I couldn't find the motivation that I'd had at other stages in my life and two when I did have spells of being motivated I wasn't seeing any physical changes and it was really disheartening yeah, I think definitely as we get older, and I've talked about this on my social media, when I turned 37, everything felt a lot harder to do. And when you're generally healthy as well, you find it hard to, without being disordered, make changes. And your body just doesn't work differently. Your motivation isn't the same. You just The journey looks a whole lot different. So you didn't feel so great then you wanted to reach out you weren't feeling motivated to do what you knew you had to do and you thought you kind of knew it all so what have been between August last year and now what have been the changes that you most like that you found you have made and you know like your transformation that you have gained in this time so I was very focused on physical changes I like to measure things in numbers and I was always very hung up on the scales. 
I I started off feeling like if I could be a certain number on the scales, if I could wear a certain dress size, that that would solve all the problems that I was all of the um negative thinking about myself that was that was happening at the time mm. but when I started working with you I guess I realized that there was a lot of mindset stuff that went with it and that even if I did achieve what I wanted to with my weight there was a good chance that I that wasn't going to make me happy mm. And that can be our old mindset, right? And I remember being there too. Like we, it's really hard to get out of that. We kind of want to control things by the size of our body, but it takes a long time and a bit of maturity and a little bit of a reality check to understand that it's the inside work you need to do. Then the body will kind of follow. But I, you, I, and I agree, there is a sense of confidence that you do get when you feel good in your body, but we've always made that about our size instead of a feeling. And you've found that in your journey, right, that we've worked a lot on kind of unlearning some belief patterns and where they come from and the core root of it. And that's really freaking hard work. That's harder work than I think, you know, dealing with calories in, calories out, all that kind of stuff. I had a lot of patterns from my 30s with some disordered eating behaviours that I hadn't yet recognised as being disordered yeah and so that worked effectively for me for a short time you know a period of a few years and so my brain just wanted to go back to those same habits and the same controlling behaviors but intuitively I knew that that something wasn't right and I knew that I needed help and someone with more knowledge and experience than me to to take me to a new place. Yeah, totally. And I've worked through this myself, which is why I feel like I can help people quite deeply in this area because I've done it. I've been seriously disordered as well. And you do. And at the time, those disorders behaviours were a uh, self-soothing. It was self-soothing for some other reason in our life that we could adopt them. And it was just diet culture, I feel like, for an era. It's just what fucking everyone did. And it was a, the normal to diet, to yo-yo diet, to, you know, to focus on nutrition, to be disordered was kind of the normal. But this era is healing that stuff and doing things with much um, healthier foundations inside and out but I know how hard that is and I can vouch that you do always get intrusive thoughts I still get intrusive thoughts now as a coach qualified experienced and I feel like I do have freedom from it but intrusive thoughts come on your bad days and it's what you do with them and I think that's something that we've worked heaps on is working with your particular patterns behaviors and intrusive thoughts and helping you be able to self-coach in the moment when they do arrive I definitely feel like the journey's been different than I expected it to be yeah I expected it to be very black and white and I've healed in a lot of areas I've healed in the way that I speak to myself when I look in the mirror, like no longer comparing my 42-year-old body with my 25-year-old body. Yes. 
even though I still have physical goals and I'm still working towards them, there's there's a sense of peace now that I'm not doing things from a place of fear. Yeah. I'm doing behaviors from a place of love. Yeah, that that self-acceptance nearly that we're working with what we've got today. We're not working with 20-year-old self. Um, and that comes with definitely the self-acceptance. You have to accept where you're at and that we are doing things different this time. And I always preach on about doing it from a place of self-respect, which you could call self-love. But I call it self-respect because I think self-love has a it's been thrown around so much and it can be perceived to be different to what it is. But I do like what you said as well. Like I believe you can have that self-respect, be in the acceptance, know it looks different this time and be at peace. But the duality is you are allowed to also want to see physical changes too. But this time you get to do it from, instead of punishment, hating your body, doing it for whatever reason, control, you're now doing it from a healthier foundation, no inner critic happening, well, you know, minimal inner critic happening, and doing it from that place of self-respect to wanting to feel your best. So the journey looks different, which was a question I was going to ask you here, is in the past, things that you've done that didn't work or compared to this journey, that what what for you was different? But do you think it's that, that inner world, which is hard to explain as well, like who'd have thought ever you'd be like rewiring the words you say to yourself and the way that you show up on a daily basis is comes from the inside. Like we always thought it was eat less, move more, punish your freaking self, you know? So do you feel like that's the biggest change from your old journeys versus now? I feel like a lot of the feelings that I've had in the last year, I've probably had those feelings a lot in my in my 30s but because I didn't have anyone to voice them to you know I may have been able to write them down in a journal but sometimes like it, I was unable to even articulate these feelings and so yeah. my choices then were to try and tighten control mm. and I've learned now that having someone to constantly check in with is a way of like checking in with yourself as well and for me that's the difference it's voicing how I'm feeling instead of pushing all those feelings down and trying to get there on like sheer willpower alone yes yeah and so for those listening to this we do a weekly check-in where we look at all areas of life there's a google doc my client's either go through and fill in or they voice message me and we go over it so we look at nutrition how that's looking compared to your goals we look at sleep we look at stress management we look at what's going on in your mindset your mood and your environments uh, we also look at your movement and kind of your daily non-negotiables but we look at all areas so that you can self-reflect and go what went well what didn't what are our intentions this week instead of it being you know, like a personal training session, we couldn't do that, right? It's, it looks a bit different. So, and then you get, I'm assessing your answers 
And then I can coach you like in real time through what's going through. And like you said, you get to voice it. A lot of people don't get what coaching actually is and that you can be in my inbox with anything and voice it and we work through it. And I think that's a really underutilized tool. People don't quite understand the power of it because that's been really helpful for you, hasn't it? Being able to like on the spot message. And as soon as I can, I'm back there coaching you through something. Absolutely. That's been the biggest thing. I don't think I fully understood what coaching was. I wanted you to write me up this foolproof meal plan and tell me exactly how much exercise to do and exactly how much um, calories I should be eating. But once we started working together, I realized that the mindset shift needed to come either alongside all the practical yeah. information or it even needed to come first. And so from the check-ins weekly, over time, I've noticed I'm not bouncing around from high to low all the time. Mm. My check-ins allow me to see what's going on in my week before things get too much, before yeah. the overwhelm kicks in so that I can make changes. So in general, um, the way that I feel on a day-to-day -day basis is a lot more even. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's it's cool to have structure and I'm about a little bit of structure. You know, we do endeavor to have a plan of attack like non-negotiables, but it's not strict anymore, whereas it used to be all or nothing perfect. And we do still, some clients track and sometimes you track, sometimes you don't. We do have a non-negotiable on what the movement might look like and all of that stuff. Like we have a plan in place, but it's not as fixated as old school used to be. And like you say, we are working on the inner world, which creates a sound um, platform for doing these other things. So it's in duality as well with, you know, the inner work plus the practical steps, which is is I think is powerful and what was missing back when I was a personal trainer. For me, that was the missing part when I used to run challenges, be a personal trainer, you know, we'd be going like balls to the wall, but this pillar was the missing piece. And I could never, I could never figure out why people couldn't stick to it or were it stop after the challenge finished or weren't consistent. It used to piss me off. I'm like, why are they stopping? Well, it's because it was unsustainable and that inner work wasn't there. So that's, you know, it's good to hear that we do it all. We piece it all together and we do this Inside Thrive all one-on-one. -on -one. So you're feeling really good in yourself, like as a human being and your personality, you're feeling um, better in your body with self-acceptance and doing things from a different space. What Have there been some setbacks for you and struggles along the way? And then how, like, have you got some tangible steps if anyone's, where you're at or having struggles and setbacks like you may have if you can think of any and how you actually move through them instead of allow it to stop you and I call it close the gap right because it's never perfect we're going to have roadblocks come up and we just don't want them to extend out where you're doing nothing for six months instead we close the gap with action so any setbacks or struggles you have had along this journey and how did you deal with them? Yeah, definitely the biggest setback I've had is something I can't control and that is my body is aging. Yeah. And 
because I've never struggled with weight loss before, I've always had a mindset and I've always behaved in a way that if I try really fucking hard, I will get the results that I want. In the past, that's looked like starving myself, yeah. eating very little in a 24-hour period. Uh, it's looked like soup diets. It's looked like running and exercising for, you know, a, a couple of hours a day. So, so the challenge has been that how do I feel like I'm succeeding on my journey when I can't just click my fingers and see the results that I want to see in 30 days? Mm. How do I stay how do I stay enthusiastic for something that is going to take a lot longer to achieve what might have once taken me a much shorter time frame, but being in a much healthier, unhealthy, aggressive, unsustainable way. Yeah, that unsustainable it definitely comes to mind because we do, we can't sustain that behavior, right, without damaging ourselves. And, you know, in saying that with you and with many women, with myself, we've had to, in this longer process, heal our metabolisms. We've had to re-engage with being okay with eating food, <laughs> like... You know, a lot of people have a fear of it. But when you do that, binges stop. The all or nothing kind of behavior start to stop. And that's quite hard to get head around. Like, to eat. I remember introducing you, like, getting you to eat more food. But you did, your body shrunk in those first five weeks, right? And you're like, how the fuck is this even happening? And we create a fear of food. Like, and we have to heal our relationship with food, with exercise, with ourselves. And that's why it takes longer because you're now doing sustainable you know, measures. So is there anything in particular in those moments when you're not seeing physical things at the click of a finger in 30 days and because it's taking longer, how are you staying connected to the process and the journey? Aside from maybe the chickens, probably that's helpful. Um, but is there anything else that you're doing to remind yourself, like celebrating wins or remind yourself that you are still doing awesome work, whether it's reflecting physically or not? I did see changes to my body in the first five weeks, even though I was eating way more daily mm. than I had previously. And so that in itself was like a light bulb moment Yeah, that calories in, calories out wasn't the whole picture. Yeah. And once I understood that and once I understood that I had to have protein in my body to build muscles. And I started to see changes in other areas like my mood. I felt just more alive from eating more food, plus started to see some changes in my body. That was really, really encouraging. Um, eight months down the track, it just wouldn't be conceivable for me to not eat all day. Yeah. I just wouldn't even consider that as as something that I should do. As an option now. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still like, if I can just be honest, because I've been here too, we're still working with that relationship with food all the time, right? Like 
you know, you find if you're stressed a little bit or something externally in life is happening, you kind of want to adopt the old disordered behavior. Well, this is me as well. And I know we've conversated about this before. We nearly want to adopt the old behaviors for a control safety place. And it's going, no, we're going to really work on trying to keep those calories in, you know, and keep up these non-negotiable daily actions because we know it helps us feel good and try and self-soothe in other ways. And I know that we've had those conversations too. So working through that for you, how's that felt when we go, okay, no, you know, your calories might be dropping a bit low. Let's really work on keeping it up. Like mentally, do you feel more comfortable with that now than you did at the start? Absolutely. I feel like I am just approaching all areas of life in a much more positive way. There's times when, yeah, like you say, I might feel stressed or there might be something going on in my life that feels a bit out of control and I want to grab onto those old patterns. But I feel really proud now because I stop and see and that's what having the coaching gives me the the, the foresight, I guess, to notice when those behaviors are popping up yeah. and address them before they get a hold. So mm. before I choose to not eat for six hours, I am able to say, well, that's not going to get me closer to my goals. It's not going to nourish my body or my mind. And I now have so many tools and so many ideas on the type of food that I can whip up for myself so it doesn't mm. feel hard anymore it feels just feels natural yeah nourishing and natural because again you'll come back to doing it from that different space where when you know better you do better and you can you know nothing's going to look perfect in these journeys it's, and it's a very roller coaster ride so when you're feeling that kick in you're like actually I can make the decision from the place of I actually want to keep nourishing myself because I know that's more beneficial than, you know, not than going to the old comforts. So, yeah, and that's a mindset shift. And that's what that inner world is all about. It's being able to make those decisions in that moment of what is more nourishing. Um, so is there any other like actionable support systems you've had in place that have really helped you on this journey? Like so tangible things that you do on a daily basis that have supported feeling better, being less tired, like, you know, for you, that's super helpful? Well, I think that for some people, myself included, being accountable to somebody is really motivating. Yes. So with having you there asking me, have you done X, Y, Z? Did you get to the gym? And also having Thrive, the group, where I can post uh, pictures and updates and we have challenge, little challenges in there that help to motivate me I think that I've been aware of lots of lots of little tan tangible things that I didn't used to think meant a lot like drinking three liters of water a day and getting out for a walk instead of a run I used to think if I wasn't pounding the pavement for five kilometers that there was no point in There's even point bothering Mm -hmm. And so there has been probably ah oh, dozens of small tangible things that I've learned to stack on top of each other 
that at the end of the day or the end of the week, it might look like something really simple to make a decision to drink two cups of green tea, yeah. but it's turned into something like really healthy. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's really important and something I always, again, go on about is like ditching those rules around around the exercise, around how some things look and really making it work for yourself and those baby steps because they add up and it's better to do those, be able to sustain that and have those healthy foundations than trying to, you know, imagine getting your head around having to beat the pavement even when you didn't feel good, like on your menstrual cycle. Whereas if you go, oh no, it's okay if I just go for a walk and you're going for the walk, whereas you probably just wouldn't go for the white run. Then you get into that cycle of beating yourself up about it Instead of going, oh, I can just walk. You know, I can make it simple. I can have two cups of tea. I can do these simple freaking low-key daily things and ditch the rules I always thought had to be there. Oh, definitely. So- I I used to think being kinder to myself would result in me becoming slack. Mm. And so telling myself and being a sergeant major and you've got to do this and you've got to do this and berating myself I thought that was the only way so huge mindset shift to come from a place of love for myself and care and approach life that way it's it's so much more enjoyable yeah so much better and I I always say as well like you guys come to me with specific goals and we regularly check in on what the goal is and do your actions support it so that it's not a cop-out either. Like, you know, I think sometimes people can go, oh, listening to my body, doing this, but it can become a cop-out nearly. Whereas we do it in a different way where we're ditching rules, but we're still holding yourselves to a standard that are supportive to the goals that you actually want to see. And we do check in on that. Um, And I think that's really important to say as well. Like, Yes, definitely we can be going for walks instead of runs. We can have that different attitude around it and make it more enjoyable because it should be. But also we are still checking in that it's fitting with our goals and that our goals and our intentions for ourselves match our actions. I hope that explained that part well. <laughs> oh, definitely. And, you know, my practical goals are, are really important to me. That hasn't changed. I was really struggling to fit a lot of my wardrobe when we started working together and my confidence was really low I felt like embarrassed and a little paranoid when I was out and about because I had put on put on weight and wasn't feeling my best so like I I I started off doing the small stuff but you know I've always had my goals sitting there and I know that some of my goals aren't reachable with just doing small stuff it it needs to have big actions I needed to be back at the gym because the gym was a place that I've always felt happy in but Mm -hmm. I wasn't at the gym because I'd become too anxious to go because I'd fallen in my mind had fallen so far from where I'd been when I'd felt my healthiest happiest self So practically, I've been able to get back into half my wardrobe. I've lowered my expectations as far as how long these things are going to take me. Yeah. Because I've 
realized with being in my 40s with healing some of my disordered eating behaviors that things things take time they do yeah and effort time and effort and I think like you've got to work through the habit change and then you can up the standards you know like instead of going all in it's like let's decide on this habit change first and work with unlearning relearning creating consistency then we reflect on okay what next from here we can layer on top of that add the gym in you know and that confidence and like I was the same when I gained a little bit of weight I did a reel on this yesterday when I was 37 and realized it just looks different but I'm no longer going to allow the the behaviors I used to do to stay small like it just wasn't going to exist anymore and so you have to learn a new mindset things have to change about how you look at things and how you do things um and it takes the habit change then you can go you know you can align yourself with the standards you want to hold and do it slowly and not go from zero to a hundred it's like zero to ten to twenty to thirty to forty and you look back a year down the track and go okay cool I actually thought this wasn't achievable but here I am and I fucking did it slowly it didn't take 12 weeks it's taken one year like I thought it would take but I you know you're feeling better for it and that's identity changing and that's where long-term changes will come from absolutely I feel like the tools I have now are able to take me through a lot of different challenges that inevitably are going to come up at mm. different points of our life. I mean, I I started working with you in August. I made great gains and then I broke my foot in December mm, and that right. put me back. And then when I got to February, two months later, I felt quite discouraged again, but I didn't feel as discouraged because I knew how to start again. Mm. And now when I have a bad day, my bad day doesn't turn into bad weeks. I'm able to pick myself up the next day and start again. So I've just got much better at utilizing the tools that you've taught me and just positive ways of keeping on, keep keeping momentum. Yeah, and that's the thing. You've got to, the consistency and the closing the gap and not thinking it's going to be perfect and you can be perfect all the time because we are going to have shitty days. And I love to say you wake up every day and it's kind of a new day instead of starting Monday or starting, you know, later or letting that gap be too big, you have tools to start now. So that's a really big one all in itself. So is there any advice you would give someone wanting to start their journey or improve their journey um, when it comes to health, wellness, weight loss, disordered behaviors? Like what advice would you give to someone? Like I think in this day and age of social media, a lot of us know what we need to do. We're well aware. We've got a lot of information. You can read a lot of articles. You can listen to a lot of podcasts, read lots of books. I did all of that and I almost got what I would call completely overloaded mm. with the right things to be doing, but I wasn't doing them. I was reading about it and planning to do them, but not doing them. And a coach is not, for me, a coach is not there to necessarily tell you everything that 
you might already know, a Coke also makes you bloody do it. Like that was the change for me and made me within the first couple of weeks realize I'd made the right decision in working with you as a health coach is you started the ball rolling and I needed that. I couldn't do it on my own or I wouldn't do it on my own. I don't know which it was, but at the end of the day, it wasn't getting done. I was just stuck in a rut and working with a coach and working with someone that is holding you accountable, it allows you to move forward. Mm, To show up. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, there was a piece I was going to say there and I totally forgot. It's the accountability. I've always got a coach of some sort and I think it helps you hold yourself to a different standard. And that's what I was going to say. So What's it called? It's called something paralysis. Like you get paralyzed because you have so much conflicting information and it's really confusing. And also you don't know where to start or how to get started. So you just don't. And that's the problem. Like, and that's one of the biggest things is, and I say as well, just take action with one thing today and start there. And that will be a ripple effect in other areas. But I think that's good advice too, like to get help. If you really can't make the changes on your own, you're probably likely not going to and eventually get sick of your own bullshit, sick of not taking action. And sometimes it's just joining something and I call it co-creation or co-regulation where you can work with someone to get you moving. And then, you know, like I have clients stay for a short time or a long time, but my goal would be that I teach someone like yourself whatever you need to know so that even after we finish coaching together, eventually you'll be able to do it confidently on your own. And I see a lot of clients say there's probably a two to three year like relationship quite often. And then they feel super confident to go on their own. It's such a good feeling to watch. Um, And I do think it takes time and I do believe in long-term coaching or for as long as you feel like you need it. So we will wrap up. That's awesome conversation there. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Um, I think what I want to add is, is to women my age, and that is that you get a lot of feedback in your early 40s that you should just, well, sometimes you get a lot of feedback that you're just aging and, you, and you're just going to have to let go of the <laughs> concern about your physical body and you're just going to put on weight and that's okay and you deserve it. Like, I don't think we have to follow that narrative. It's not about being skinny or as slim as you were in your 20s, but you have to feel good in your skin. And if you don't feel good in your skin, you have to start doing things that are going to, like increase your self-confidence, not about the size jeans you fit into, but it's about feeling good about what you're doing every day and yeah. not and not making excuses. And coaching just, it it doesn't allow you to, to make those bullshit excuses anymore. It just holds you accountable for to be the best person that you can be. Yeah, and I think we deserve to like, too many women don't feel good, like in their lives, in their bodies, in themselves, in their decisions. And we all fucking, we deserve to feel good, no matter what that looks like. And I totally don't think anyone should be giving up on themselves or giving into, like, giving into gaining weight as we age. Like, 
sometimes yes it's going to be harder it's inevitable but what about we do things on a daily basis to be a healthier self physically mentally and emotionally because you deserve to feel fucking good in your life in general so definitely definitely agree with that thank you amy yay thank you so so much for coming on here and you're inside thrive so if anyone does join thrive you'll come and see amy in there as well and with me but i appreciate you doing this and being here all right how awesome was that diving into all of those topics please take a screenshot and share it with me in your social media or what your biggest takeaways was here today and if you resonate with anything and of course get into spotify and rate my podcast to help push it out to many more humans maybe wanting to thrive in their bodies in their lives and in their business thank you so much for being here i appreciate you all